Welcome to Balls in a Sleeve podcast. I'm Sam Anderson. I'm with Steve Johnston. PJ advanced. Correct. Perfect. I've just pressed record. That's it. We're on. We're on. <laughs> Season two, episode one. Season four. Because <laughs> we can't remember what we were on the last time. That's a lie. That we deliberately stopped because. Um, Season one had come to an end, and now season two has begun. Yes, we had we needed a couple of months off to recharge our batteries, and that's right. We'll, we'll it'll all come to light soon enough. Exactly. Exactly. How are you keeping? I'm good. I'm good. Good. I'm good. I can see you from a distance. You're two meters away. Yes. We're in the shop though. We're in the pro shop. We're yep. back on on the site. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's good back doing this. Eh? Totally. And we're going to make it a regular Monday. Well, I was going. <laughs> oh, here we go. I was going to speak to you about that because the pro shop closes Monday, Tuesday in the winter, you see. So I think making it every Wednesday. Anyway, we'll definitely do it once a week. Right, okay. And last, so right, season so one we did 20. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So yesterday's text chat has now changed. That's uh, fine. Uh, circumstantial. Things do change. Yeah, that's okay. We can swing it. <laughs> we can swing it. Uh, season one we did, we did over 20 weeks. Did we? Mm-hmm. Bloody hell. I'm sure we got to 20 weeks. Good. So that's a good season. That is a very good season. That's yeah, longer good. than the golf season. Exactly. <laughs> golf season's still going. Mine's, isn't it? I, I can't wait till the New World Handicap comes in. I'm going to go up to about 18. That'll come in the start of November. And it takes your best 20. Your best eight scores from, from your 20. previous 20. Yeah, yep. from your last 20. From your last 20 rounds. So that goes into last year's rounds, basically. Mm-hmm. I think if you've got three years of history, it will use it will collate the last right. twenty rounds of your three years. And it takes the best eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll probably stay the same. But it's it's a little bit confusing because it, it's actually quite confusing. So you get given a um, a course handicap. I don't quote know this, but anyway, when you play a, a match play game or a stroke play game, you take ninety five percent of your playing handicap. Which is crazy, so there's more to it. We'll talk about that next week. I'll do some homework on that. We'll okay. talk about that next yeah, week. Yeah, I know all, all, but I just, I've got it written down, but I don't have it in front of me. So. But, but we'll do it just the week before it comes into play. We'll do that. We'll do that. So if you want to know about the World Handicapping System that's coming into play in November, the week before it comes into play, <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been on? I've been working. I've been paddle boarding. Mm-hmm. I've been running. Mm-hmm. The only thing I've not been doing is golfing. Do you know, I was thinking of this today. I've not played a full 18 holes all year. Have we I've played, played a few comps, but I've not played a full 18 <laughs> either. <laughs> it's bad that. I, I, we're golfing. My Dan and uh, Craig and I were golfing on the 22nd of October, so at least I will get a full round in. But that's just the way the year's worked out. And all that's... my coaching and things and YouTube and all that, it's just, just never got a chance to play a full 18 holes of golf. No, it's been weird. It's been... Uh... It's embarrassing, that. Mm-hmm. How's, how's your game? It's it's no there. It's it's there, but it's not. I'm not. I've no. My practice has stopped. Mm-hmm. All I do is turn up on a Saturday and expect to score, and that's not good enough. No. But that's because uh, my goals have changed a wee bit. So, mm-hmm. but I, I'm going to bring it back in because yesterday we were working with the kids, and my daughter loves golf, and she's back into it big time now. She's good. She's very she's, good. So she's uh, she's going to she's going to get me practicing more because she's hitting it better than me, and she's only eight. Is <laughs> <laughs> it following you as well? Yeah. She, we're, we're going to talk about this later, but she steps into it, whereas I step away from it. Right. Mm-hmm. But we'll, right. we'll talk about that later. So uh, mm-hmm. it's good. But uh, I've been uh, biking, running, and swimming. Yeah. So the the triathlon mm-hmm. is hopefully making a return. Good. 
But uh, so golf will be- become a, a sideline to that. That's my that'll be my relaxation rather than my main focus. Right. But uh, and I don't expect. I'm quite lucky the mindset I have. I don't expect to score. But mm-hmm. my rounds have been good. It's just been one or two holes that are, again that throw me. Yeah. I could go out in forty four and come back in thirty four. No. Exactly. <laughs> so it's exactly it's the way it is. But it's fine. So winter Stableford, I will be rocking it because those holes won't matter. They don't. Mm-hmm. Stableford, exactly. So Stableford. Exactly, Stableford's yeah. the way to make your points. Big time. Good. Points make prizes. Points make prizes. Especially on the winter Stableford at Steve's shop because all the cash goes back in. It does, yeah. just all gets paid back out. You could win £80 last year. I think the highest was 84 quid for a Stableford win. Uh-huh. It's all right in the winter. Very good. It's well worth turning up for. Big time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's on the agenda th- this week? Season one. Season one. Season two. Season two. Episode, Episode one. one. Uh, I think we talk about, I'm wearing... Well, before we go there, I wore a hoodie on the golf course before Tyrrell Hatton. You did. And I never got any coverage. <laughs> <laughs> I look better well, in a hoodie than Tyrrell Hatton. Now's your chance. Is the coverage. So, I started the hoodie trend. Is that what we're talking about today? Hoodies on the golf course? I think it's a big thing. Well, it's a big thing. And I think it's great. But I started it. I, like I maybe it. never started it. I think Santa Claus started it, but it's fine. I like it. I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't see the point in it, though. When are you ever going to put the hood up? Then you're walking between your shorts and you're Between your shorts. You put a hat on. Because then you won't have to take it off. You put a hood up, you, you, then you look at the golf ball, then you look at the target you can't see because your head moves inside the hood. It's an absolute pointless thing for golf. Depends how tight the hood is. Oh my God. I'm used to running with hoods up. Right. And you need to have that hood tight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... <laughs> hoodie on the golf course. But the hoodie on the golf course is good. Your point with a hat is fine, but I often get too hot with a hat on. Then yeah. I get as soon as I take it off, I get too cold. You're just defending the hoodie. I do like a hoodie. <laughs> and I think you need to get hoodies in. Well, I'll tell you what, if Under Armour do a hoodie next year, we'll, we'll stock a hoodie. But uh, Happy with that. The hoodie's good. It's made big news for no apparent reason. It's just a hoodie. Mm-hmm. It's a top. I don't it's, mind it. And, and do you know, like Till Hatton went in there at Wentworth with a hoodie on. Brilliant. And it, it's nice, tight, fitted hoodie, so it's a smart bit of kit. And also, obviously, the fabric and it's superb. But if young kids are watching that, they're going to look at golf and go, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Quite like totally. that. It's more attractive. I can I can golf in my hoodie or I can... You know, it's just it's just more appealing to the younger generation. So that's a win. Speaking of younger generation, mm-hmm. BBC Scotland tonight, 9pm, mm-hmm. People's Golf Course are yeah. on Scottish, Scottish News mm-hmm. for getting girls into golf. That's right, of course. Right? So a uh, big programme tonight. Fantastic. Uh, record that and hopefully watch it mm. so there's more girls and I think in the second group of the junior coaching on Sundays there's more girls than there are boys yes like, I don't know what the percentage is 60-40 or something but certainly more girls yeah girls good. in golf totally. it's good so they came down done an interview on Thursday night where we had 40 kids playing golf yep. after school and I was waiting to see what the edit's like mm-hmm. see if I'm famous with my hoodie you on you will be you will be with my hoodie on <laughs> that was before the weekend with Tyrrell it's really <laughs> there you are there you are filmed before Tyrrell but it's great I mean the volunteer coaches here have done a great job getting all the girls getting everyone involved it's fantastic they do a fantastic job you and the, the team brilliant that's good absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. big team here mm-hmm. uh, right let's talk about oh. I've got well, I, was, uh, I was given a tweet I wasn't given a tweet I was tweeted at is that right when you receive a tweet you're tweeted at somebody know. tweeted me was it Sylvester no <laughs> That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Asking me to talk about something technical and something situational in the golf course. Could I give an advice? Something mm. technical 
It's okay. unsituational, but it'll instantly make your golf better. Just a dead quick boom. And I thought, all right, okay. I can do that. Right. So maybe you can relate to this. Okay. Um, I'm all ears. Situational, start with that. I was thinking about how do you address a situation, so how do we as golfers react to the circumstances that we find ourselves in? Right. Deep, eh? We're going to our, we're going to our mindset here, which we're, we're good at. Ah, exactly. So how do we react to the circumstances? How do we play through that and decision-making, recovery and all that? How do we get there? The first thing you need to do is avoid going somewhere when you're playing a golf shot. Think of that. Ah. Oh, in your head. Right. Are you okay? So, actually, let me reword that. Don't avoid going... So, if there's a hazard, you can't... Don't avoid going to the hazard. No. Right? Don't think about the hazard. Exactly, because it's totally in your head. Don't avoid going somewhere. So don't don't think, okay, I must play there to get away from there. You must play there, yes. End story. Yeah. Full stop. You're not going there to get away from somewhere. You're going there because that's the place to go. You're going to your happy place. You're going to your... This, your happy Gilmore. You're, you're stroking the dog. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Happy <No>! Gilmore. <laughs> happy Gilmore. Aye. He had it. Go to your happy place. Uh-huh. Where's your happy place? Because he's seen all these... It's, it's true, though, because if you're... If you look at the hazard, uh-huh. that's you started it. You're like, oh, no. Right. You know okay. the hazard's there. Yeah, and it's like, right, get that out of my mind. But it's still there underneath. Even though you think you're not thinking about it, you've initially thought about it, it's there. Right. Then that's when you duff it into the burn or thin right. it out the bunker or right. something like that because you've already thought of that. Right. You need to, I think, it sometimes works as you walk away. Mm-hmm. Even going back to your bag, change your club, get another club, then go back to whatever yeah. club you wanted, come back and try and start again. But if you think of that, I done it recently. I had uh, seventy yards to the sixth. Yep. Easy chip over the burn. Oh right, okay. I just want to land it over the burn. But what? Oh right, okay. I thought about the burn. No need to think about the burn because mm-hmm. I'm landing it twenty yards over the burn. Yep. But I thought about the burn. Mm-hmm. Flopped it pff, straight in the burn. Mm-hmm. So. I I, uh, I take I, I do look at where the danger is but I do that first so the burn let's just use the burn so the burn's there I look at the burn and go okay there's there's the burn don't want to go in the burn that's fine and I've eliminated that I've assessed it it's done it's gone it's back in mind right, now where do I actually want to go I want to go 20 yards over so let's pick somewhere 20 yards over now that's the front edge of the green the apron of the green that's where I want to go that's where I want to land I never ever think about the burn again because I've processed that first a lot of people do it all the way around and go like let's try and land it on the apron the front edge of the green that's where I want to go don't go in the burn. Mm. So the last thing your mind registers is the don't go in the burn. Yeah. Do that go? first. Do that first. That. That's assessed. That's out of the way. Now, where do we want to go? Mm. Exactly. Brilliant. Totally. And then if it does all go wrong, not go in the burn, but if you miss your target and you miss the green, for example, to the right of any green and you've got a wee chip shot, the way to approach it is the first thing you have to assess is the lie of the golf ball. Before you choose any shot, any trajectory, Lie the golf ball before you go anywhere. Mm. Yeah, I made that, that mistake. Di- that dictates the club you're going to play. It dictates the shot you're going to play. It dictates how the ball's going to come out. It dictates how it's going to land, how far it's going to run, what flight height it's going to go at. Everything's from the lie of the golf ball. And the mistake an amateur or we make is we think, oh, we're just off the green. I'll take my wedge and my putter and walk down to it and leave my back <laughs> on the tee. That's what you do. Exactly. Rather than carrying your clubs right. down and going, Okay, right. So you get there and you, you've only got your wedge. You're like, right, mm-hmm. I've got to hit because I'm no walking back up to mm-hmm. whereas my hybrid would have been better. That's right. Exactly. 
Whereas Cali, take your clubs to the green all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, an example here would be let's say your let's say your shot pins back right on eleven. Let's say, yep, and you're just short or just left of the bunker beside the green. I mean, most folk are just going. I need a sandwich to load this up. Okay, but it might be. I mean, it's same enough. It might be sitting nice and high. Mm-hmm. So just have you pitching right, just playing a chip shot enough to carry over that bunker, looking at your landing spot. It's the perfect shot. You've just made it harder than it actually has to be. Try to flop it. Trying to flop it. Whereas the lie's sitting absolutely perfect for, okay, a wee chip and run from here would be fine. That's enough to get the trajectory over there. Perfect. So lie dictates it. But that was my situational thing, is don't avoid going somewhere. So constant focus on where you want to go. If that doesn't work out, your next shot is dictated by the lie. No, totally. It's all in the head because it's so many times this year. And it's, we talked about this, we talked about mindset lots and Season one. Season one, that's right. S- sounds good. God, I remember those days. <laughs> You'll be on Netflix soon. That's right. Oh, yeah. There's a thought. I keep right. rattling in your brolies. You're right there. I'm sitting too far back. I've got laces at my neck. I've got shoes at my right. Oh, the brolies stu- on my left. Studio in season two is not happening, is it? No, jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, but going somewhere totally. And it's it's been a funny year, so I think most. Most people's golf, oh, I don't know, there's been a few people here that have made this season, they've won three or four comps, mm-hmm. Kevin Wood in particular, sort of. Kev's he's done really well. Really well, sort mm-hmm. of flying. Mm-hmm. Another couple of golfers as well, we're lucky enough to have a couple of, well, a European Tour player, Craig Howie, and his brother Daz. Darren as well. Mm-hmm. Fantastic golf this year, it's just unbelievable to watch, but they've been battering the range in balls mm-hmm. all lockdown. After that, back up here. So that's really good. And mm. the, speaking, their mindset's changed. No. Because that must have been difficult, thinking that I'm not going to get playing golf this year. No, it must have been. So, Because mm-hmm. uh, they they, they're, they're, they're getting chapped in the door, or, or Darren is like Walker Cup and things like that. And uh, Stevie Rogers as well. And obviously you've got to qualify for that. But how do you qualify? They must have been, yeah. they've geared up for that and all of a sudden that's taken away. Yeah. Hard going. Totally. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that sort of situation. When they're on the course, they're looking to make the best of their they're round, aren't they? Absolutely. There is no negative thoughts there. Mm-hmm. Uh, technical. Mm-hmm. Situational done. Technical. Um, what do tour pros do much better than your amateurs? Dead simple. If you watch guys on telly, they're, they're fully focused on alignment, grip, posture, club face alignment, everything before they take the club back. They're so... What are you laughing at? That's I totally like this walk on that. <laughs> but they're so precise in that. You know, they're so precise in club face aim and things like that. And it's... Uh, and, and we... we I just step up and hit it. But these guys are the best in the world, top of the level, and they're still talking about alignment and things like that. I was in the... I was at the Scottish Open at Loch Lomond. I was in the range with Fraser Mann, who I used to work for at Musselburgh. He was playing in it. Right next to him, Thomas Bjorn. So I'm beside Fraser. Thomas Bjorn's there. Bob Torrance is talking to Thomas Bjorn for an hour and I'm trying to get closer and closer to listen to this and Torrance is whispering in his ear and all he was talking about was alignment alignment, alignment, alignment of his body for an hour, 60 minutes in alignment I remember driving home thinking what a fucking chance have I got <laughs> but it's amazing that eh you see how precise they are with their club face and things and we, we just, we are so blase about that I almost had a few bites with Bob Torrance did you? aye I was, I was uh, marshalling at St Andrews when John Daly one. Ah, right, okay. And uh, you got free. You got your lunch vouchers to go to the 
one of the pubs or golf courses up the side of the eighteenth. Mm -hmm. Wanders in, sitting in the corner. All right, okay. Son, there's a seat here. Bonnet on usually. Oh, really? Huh? Brilliant. I didn't Crap. go back Marshall in the afternoon. Did you not? Luckily I was able to have time off because we had a steward that would cover so it was fine uh, but it was just like it was tremendous just the stories he would tell and he was just golf. Right. He was just but he had that aura about him. Right. He was just he was just a nice act. man. Mm -hmm. Just totally just It's great he welcomed you in. Totally because you're mm -hmm. nervous I think I was 18, 19 you're, you're walking in you're looking and it's quite sort of Okay, we'll just sit in the corner here and sort of stay at the road. And he's like, yeah. See here, son, they bother. Mm -hmm. Okay, right, cheers. Magic. I've got another story about that, but I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> the quick technical tip, though, that everyone can get right now is uh, the importance of the right hand on the golf club. So, right hand's very, very important. If you I did this coaching the other day, there, right? So, guys grip your right hands way underneath the club, very common. And I asked him to take his left hand off and take his right hand and use the sole of the club, it was an iron he was hitting, seven iron I think it was, and just tap the ground as if he was hitting it with a hammer, as if he was tapping a hammer. And all of a sudden they moved his grip to hold it in the fingers to allow that to happen. I was like, there you go. Hmm. Amazing. That's so a good... Uh, it's a good like one, that. that. If you just ask anyone, just grip it with your right hand, take your left hand off, and just tap it, and you see them moving it into the fingers, so now they've got it in the correct position, the fingers. Just that, then you put your left hand back on and hit it. Yeah. Right. So that's technical, situational, it's good. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I like we keep it golf. <laughs> Before we move on. No, 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 I think we need to go more to golf. We'll go back to like the the the, the tactical there and technical. Uh, we're talking about sort of watching the kids yesterday, particular bet sort of stepping in and quite aggressively ah. attacking the ball. Mm -hmm. They don't care. No. And it was, it's like, said a fresh air shot. Fine. Next one. Bang. And there was no fear, no pressure there, and it's to be the. How old's Beth now? Eight. eight. No, she'll be eight next week. Uh, the right. I'm. I'm. I'm moving here. But her right <laughs> knee. You're trying to get me to do. Get yeah. the right knee popped in, and it's like that's that step into it, and yeah. the. The weight. Would you say yesterday the, right shoulder to. Ah, uh, right shoulder closer to the target when you follow through. Yep. So once you finish your follow through, hold the position and get your right shoulder closer to target than left. Yeah. Lee Westwood does that. It's try. It's obviously try to get the kids balanced as well, but they they just when they get it, mm -hmm. they, they get it, and it's. I know myself. My my weakness is I'll flop up on it, so mm -hmm. I don't hit the ball. Right. I'll scoop the ball. Then yep. it's that. Mm -hmm. I need to try and attack it more, and it's that confidence wise. Mm -hmm. Whereas you go into your safe mode. Right. I know I could just hit that there, and I'll eventually get up or mm -hmm. go rather than try to drill into it. And, Maybe taking, what, it, taking what, it fat. What Beth does and the kids that do that and this right shoulder past the left is they swing their arms, they swing their hands, sorry. Whereas you, when you stay back in it, you swing the club head. Yeah. So she swings her hands through and the club head's in line with that and are following that and that's all good and then she's done it's away. Whereas you swing so far with your hands and then you let the club head outride the hands. So you, you, you swing the mass of the club head at the golf ball whereas Beth swings her hands through the golf ball. Yeah, so swinging your hands at the ball. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, rather than um, just... <laughs> Massive flail with a club head. <laughs> He's getting the finger here. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's true. It's, it's good watching the kids. It's brilliant. It's just sort of they have no fear. No. Then uh, you, I'm going to go back to a member here. Who listens quite a bit as uh, they impressed me. You're on about alignment and stuff, and uh -huh. we've spoke about him. Uh, Chris Hopkirk. All right, 
does the same thing every time. Same thing. I played, but it's the first Starts time I played well for years. And, steps in and, and every shot was the same, and he had such a good setup. It was just like. Class, so precise. Totally. Brilliant. It was really impressive. It's a great was example, like, actually. I've only seen him hit a few times. I remember I did Pro yeah. Day and I was up, uh, I had Flight Scope at the time. Well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> up in the eighth tee, and Chris is ripping driver, and he was, he was very precise in what he did. He sort of stepped on from the side, right hand on the club only, lined himself up, left hand on, shimmied a wee bit, and did it. And then I watched his second shot as he went down there, and he must have just been hitting wedge. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same approach. But it's really, that's sort of you're talking about that alignment. Mm-hmm. He does that, but he's played, is he won? One that. scratch, scratch yeah, so very close to scratching, yeah, I think. Aye. Very good golfer, but that was one thing that got me. It was like, I need to try and build that into a routine for next aye. year. And the Just thing is, even if you build a routine, see if you do it wrong, but you do it wrong every time, you'll be much more consistent. Yeah. Keith Beatty used to be the Taylor Maid rep, he's a rep now for Sunderland. And uh, his putting is it's just weird. It's a kind of weird setup that he's got to his putting. And it's not, it's not the prettiest, but he, he's a great putter. He does it wrong, but he does it wrong every time. And Jim Furyk does it wrong and does it wrong every time and I guess Bryson and Matt Wolf all do it wrong but do it wrong every time um, but it just shows you that that consistency can come from doing the same thing over and over and over again and then it becomes a characteristic as opposed to a fault well, I've brought in the Wolf Wee Waggle the Wolf Wee Waggle the Wolf Wee Waggle I think that's what he calls it Wee <laughs> Waggle Wee Waggle man I've brought that in the boys take the piss but it's something that I try and do on the tee I usually only, only do it on the tee really mm-hmm. for the driver and it's getting that because I remember the last time I, I worked for you, we had Didn't that. Yeah, Aye. I had to get that sort of action through, mm-hmm. and we done it twice. And I thought, okay, it worked, and I put it onto the tee every time. Now it's just that. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny. You don't then once you've started doing it, I don't even realise I'm doing it. To the boys, are like, oh, you never done it there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't realise. Didn't realise. <laughs> right, okay. Like, what happened to it? And I'm like, I forgot. Aye. Whereas when I was doing it, I was striking the ball better. Aye. So it's that's good. That's it's all these things that's that you need to mimic of. It's, it's, it's an impact fix it's, this is where I want to get to impact so we rehearsal yeah, take yeah. it back and then, then to get we'll the, turn back to that position but to get the hips there before the hands aye 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 so it's uh, it's interesting it is Bryson mm-hmm. major winner mm-hmm. majorly did, ripped him apart didn't he say that in season one did he <laughs> <laughs> did I not hit him on my list as winner <laughs> <laughs> but he's if you look at the Masters okay so it gets tight up at the 300 yards distance but he's like the first hole first two holes if you get past the bunker on the first the fairway's now 80 yards wide if you get around the corner on the second it's 100 yards wide so he's now taking it places where you're not supposed to around Augusta but he'll be able to do that yeah magic eh be interesting absolutely brilliant Could thing is though at Augusta they can they can just Put a fifty-year-old tree in the middle of a fairway and it looks like it's been there forever. <laughs> you imagine that? I wasn't there in the practice uh, round. Uh, <laughs> wasn't yeah. there yesterday. Dog up, stuck in. If they do things like that, absolutely. Um, that will be. I, I think. I think the Bryson thing. I love it. I, I do. I think he's, he's changed the game. I, I, I'm for that. And, and why not? He's he's within his right to do that. Train himself to hit as far as he possibly can. Um, but what we forget about Bryson is his putting's amazing. Yeah. He holds. 
Fucking hell. He holds every putt. He's almost as good as me. He's almost as good as you. He smiles before he putts as well. But he does. The amount of footage he holds with putts, we just, he doesn't get the credit for that. Because that's what sort of the last round, although he was, cause he, he was only, although he's long, he was only top 10 for distance in that major. Was he at the US Open? Ah, he, wasn't mm-hmm. at, he wasn't at the top. I think he was like 7th, seventh, seventh, right. something like that. And folk are saying he's changed the game. He's hitting it. He's, the way he hits it, he smashes it, but he's still got that skill around the areas, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. So it's absolutely. So, but his short game, his wedges, his wee feely ones are a bit dodgy, but he's like, oh, just, just yawn there, man. <laughs> when your wedge is the same length as your seven iron, the wee feel ones, the wee, you know, wee delicate off the lip of a bunker, it's always going to be tricky, that, you know. Um, but certainly his putting's just... That'll be interesting, Augusta. Absolutely. It will be. We'll be there in 2021. I know. Hopefully. Oh, no, 2022 now. 2022. That'd be mm. brilliant. That would be. But no, that's mm. good. Mm. Augusta. Back to back majors at Augusta. First time ever. No. Who's going to win it? Tiger. Tiger. Mm-hmm. It's a hard one to say. Different with no crowds. I had Xander Shoffley was my original. Could still stick with Xander. Xander's good. Mm. Um, Bryson's good. They're all good. It's the, it's the, it's the top. Be great for Rory to win it, though. Green jacket. That'd be cool. That's the only one he's not won, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Sergio's back as well, though. Played well. Is he? Mm-hmm. Playing well, is he? I think he won. Did he not win last week? I don't know. I, I, I think he did. I sure he did. But uh, anyway, right, let's talk football. Football? Hi, let's talk, eh? Let's talk football. Let's talk about Man United again. Pumped. <laughs> So that's us in season two then. <laughs> Actually, Man, the thing, there's no home advantage now. No, the, the, Liverpool got pumped as well by Villa. It's wait, just... You're on about pressure. We're going to link this back to golf. Pressure the like without the crowds. The penalty shootouts I've watched lately have been unbelievable. Not seen any Scotland one. Uh, but the uh, the penalty shootouts, the amount of penalties that are scored now mm-hmm. because there's no crowd. Yeah. Well, that's what they reckon. There's no crowd pressure. Mm-hmm. So golf. If there's no crowd, does it help? I don't know. That's a good point. That we were talking about that the other day. Actually, because it's it's a weird one. You think you need the crowd because you're wanting that you're wanting that pat on the back after you've had a good shot. You want the crowd to be cheering. So in that in that um, environment, your golfers who have been used to that, like your big players, are at a disadvantage. Yeah. And I look at Craig Howie. Craig did really well in European Tour, but it must feel more like a sort of challenge tour event where he's in his comfort zone because there's no crowd. So that's a great thing for him mm-hmm. to try and, and there's less players playing obviously that's a great thing for him to try and build confidence to progress on European Tour or from the Challenge Tour to European Tour uh, while he's playing in an environment he's comfortable in. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really good. Um, so the people at a disadvantage there are people who thrive off the crowd like Justin Thomas and Patrick Reed and all that. Yeah, yeah. That's why in the European Tour and the Challenge and the PGA Tour you see a few unknown names up there on the top of the leaderboard and you're like, who's this guy? He's just a journeyman pro who's quite comfortable with no crowd being out there. Aye, there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. Consistent scores. Aye, but I get that with penalties, you're right. I mean, imagine standing <laughs> trying yeah. to score a penalty at a cop. Aye. And they're all Go giving on. it... Ooh. It's a 12th man, isn't it? It's Aye, like, I'd be like... But it's just that... Pieces. It's weird how it can affect different sports. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just thinking about the golf, because you think... You know, it's like, if you had a good one, you want a crit- you want Like, you had a good one at the first year, and there's 15, 20 people watching. Aye. I, that's your round mate. You, if you had a good one off the first and there's folk watching, generally you tend to go on. That's right. And 
progress and you're like, going, okay, I'm, I'm on this today. Mm-hmm. You top it off the first tee, <laughs> you've got Widdy shouting at you. <laughs> you're like, oh, oh, whatever else is happening. Exactly. But, uh, aye, it's a weird one. It is a weird one. It's a very tricky one. The um, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Aye, of course, if you if you've hit that bad one, and you let you know right from right from the first tee, you don't have to work hard for the rest of the game. I, I hit one that aye, uh, he's a dick. I I topped it off the tee. I didn't get past the fence of the house, so it was a gin and tonic. <laughs> but before he even got to my butt, as I'm trying to hit my wedge to the green, Flannery's got his phone out, taking a picture, and it's straight onto the WhatsApp group chat. That's the pressure you're under. Before I've even fucking hit the wedge to the green, <laughs> I still got a four. <laughs> <laughs> but like, when it gets into the clubhouse, opens the phone up. Fucking three and a half hours ago, there was a four. Very good, That'll keep. Don't worry, that'll keep. Absolutely. But, uh, Absolutely. Just another quick thing about football. Friday night is a big one. Dundee Hearts. Dundee Hearts. Yes. First game of the season. I'm Dundee, your Hearts. That's massive. There might not be a show next week. <laughs> season two was short, was it not? <laughs> but, uh, that is a big game. First game of the championship. That massive. To that relegated Hearts, sort of recently relegated Hearts team. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Ejected, I think is the word you're after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, aye, ah, big, big game. Good football. But, uh, right, we need to um, we need to get people to tweet us. Yeah. Let us know what content you want for season two. Um, and it's tweeting us directly because I've combined the balls in the sleeve with my personal account so it's Sam Anderson 25 12 and Steve Johnson PGA S Johnson PGA yeah but well uh, most people have moved over and followed mm-hmm. so it's fine it's just it's easier to to have the one account absolutely uh, also we've got the Facebook page drop comments in there mm-hmm. and anything you want discussed because we're, we're always open for content there was one thing that got me when we videoed it uh-huh. We had a video cast. They, they, they were really good. Were we right. maybe do one a, one a month or something then. Mm-hmm. And we had comments on there, and it's always the comments you look at that are the ones. That, it didn't upset me, but I thought somebody put on it's very laddish. Mm-hmm. There's not enough for the girls. All right. Okay. Well, we can invite girls, it's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is not going to be as planet. I know that. But uh, we've always, we've, the guests we've had, we've still never had a female one. We need to get Elsa or... We had Rachel. Oh, sorry. Apologies. We did. We had right. Rachel. Rachel was brilliant. She was superb. She was really good. And, yeah. And she, I think she started... She's boosting her YouTube channel. Uh-huh. It'd be good to get Rachel on again, but mm-hmm. maybe for, obviously, the local side. But, again, it's... it's We need females to offer us. Mm-hmm. Offer us what? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Just, your arm's out. <laughs> so I'm going to cuddle you. <laughs> Two meters and put my mask back on. <laughs> exactly. Um, I will get we'll get a couple of uh, chicks on, now yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, Carly. No, we'll go. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll get some um, female participation, and we'll go from there. Eh? Absolutely. Is that, is that is that all you've got to say? Was that what was annoying you? No, it was. It was just thought it's laddish, but it's meant to be laddish. But well, we're just chatting about golf and things. And it's, I don't think it's laddish at all. I think it's just. Uh, it's just us talking about golf and that's, that's it. It's, aye, it's a ramble. It's fine. It's brilliant. We always go away after this going, oh, I think that's when you sound like you're playing. It's like, it's good. That's all right. Uh, right. <laughs> we, we rambled for half an hour. Brilliant. But uh, oh, it's just popped off. There we go. Right. Yes, Brian, that's us. That's us. Thanks very much. Superb. Next week we'll be on and we will, what will we talk about next week? Well, we'll have to find out. 
Let's see. Don't know. Winter training. Winter training. Winter mm. golf training. Winter golf training. Productive practice for the winter. Yes. So the off season stuff. Yes, because next be week's on. the last comp. The following week's a scramble. Mm. Most clubs in Scotland and the UK mm. are potentially the same. So then it's how do we, how do you fill the off season? Indeed. And how do you work on it? What training should you be doing? How do you know what to work on? Yeah, practice, etc. Mm-hmm. What, what what homework have you done to know what you should be practicing over the winter? Yeah, because I know in season one, mm-hmm. with yourself and Noah, I talked about using my golf game live. Yeah, so you it's still in the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the golf game live is a good thing because then I mean, if you look at that from this season, for example, then you can find the weak points to work on over the winter. I did use it once, but it wasn't charged. That's it's just bad planning. That's just shocking. In fact, let's wrap this up. See you next week. Bye. Cheers. How long was that? I don't know. It's still going off yet. (laughs) 